0: We've launched a merch campaign with 100% of proceeds going to the National Network of Abortion Funds. You can find a link to Listen to Women on LWC Studios' Twitter, at LWC Studios. Buy a t-shirt, wear it to your next hang to go to a live podcast show and on the way to the polls. And tell a friend. Thanks.
1: Welcome to Feeling My Flow, where menstruation is an event that happens to all types of bodies. I'm Camila Kashani. My pronouns are she and her. The Feeling My Flow team talks a lot about our personal experiences of periods. And one of the things that's come up is how we first learned about menstruation. Our producer, Mia, uses she, her pronouns. She's a total bookworm. So it wasn't much of a surprise to me how she
2: first found out about it. It was a classic young adult novel called Are You There, God It's Be Margaret. What's it about? Okay, so it's about a girl named Margaret, and she's in the sixth grade, and she's going through a lot of changes. So, for example, her mom is Christian and her dad is Jewish, so she's trying to figure out her faith. And another thing she's dealing with is puberty and waiting for her first period.
1: Where were you the first time that you read it?
2: I was around eight or nine years old. And so that was five or six years before I got my first period. And I remember reading it on the way to school in the car, and Margaret and her friends keep talking about a period, a period, but I didn't know what that was. Did you ask anybody? I think I tried to figure it out from context clues, but I just couldn't get it. So I just asked my parents and they explained it to me. But the main thing about the book that made an impact on me is how Margaret and her friends are excited about getting a period. And it's written as such a rite of passage for them. Judy
1: Blume wrote Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret in 1970. And in the 50 years since, the book has been banned regularly for dealing with subjects like puberty, religion, and you guessed it, menstruation. When we started looking for other young adult books about menstruation, we were coming up short until Mia walked into a bookstore this summer
0: and found one. The story is about 11-year-old Celie Rivera, who's a dancer. She dances Afro-Puerto Rican bomba, and she is on the cusp of adolescence. My name is Aida Salazar. I'm an author of The Moon Within, and my pronouns are she, her. The Moon
1: Within is Aida's first book. The story is told from the perspective of Selly, who's 11 years
0: old. She was very inspired by my daughter. You know, my daughter bites her nails. My daughter is bicultural and multiracial. My daughter likes to dance bomba. I thought it would be really interesting to write a story where she could see herself reflected. In the
1: novel, Selly and her mother, Mima, don't agree on something pretty important. Mima's really excited about Sally experiencing puberty, and she wants to celebrate Sally's first period
0: with a moon ceremony. A moon ceremony, as I practice them, is a Mexica-based ritual that is celebrated by the light of the full moon, very soon after the menstruator has uh, experienced their first moon.
1: Sally has Mexican and Puerto Rican heritage, so her moon ceremony is made up of indigenous Mexican traditions and Yoruba and Taino traditions from West Africa and the Caribbean. The type of moon ceremony Aida described to Mia is a pre-Columbian tradition practiced by indigenous people before Europeans colonized the Americas. And it's still practiced today in places like Oakland, where Aida lives.
0: So we gather elders in the community that are close to the menstruator. And usually it's women or people who menstruate. And we build an altar in the center of the circle and we build a fire and we set 13 stones around the fire to represent the 13 moons that appear in a year.
1: Indigenous communities across North and South America celebrate young people in a lot of different ways. The Hoopa Valley tribe of Northern California perform what's called the flower dance. In the flower dance, people in the community sing songs to a young person being honored who wears blue jay feathers over their eyes. The ceremony can last for a few days. At the end, folks come together for a feast where they give gifts and they bless the young person. Aida grew up in Los Angeles, but her mother is Mexican and comes from an indigenous
0: background. And Aida learned a few traditions from her. My mother has a third grade education and she was born in Zacatecas in a rancho, which didn't have any running water or any electricity. And so her customs were very rooted in the earth. So there's a big practice of the medicinal use of herbs. There was lots of folktales and lots of superstition around all sorts of things. Back then, they would call menstruation lunas, which is moon in Spanish.
1: The moon completes a full cycle around the earth every 27 days. On average, a menstruator will have a period every 28
0: days. It was really illuminating to think about that connection that we cycle in 20, 29 days when we menstruate, as does the moon. And that began a kind of fascination slash long-term investigation with this concept.
1: As Aida learned more about moon cycles, she started searching for books that
0: speak about menstruation. And she remembered, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And now that book I read as a child, and I thought, You know, it would be really interesting to to write the story from a Latinx perspective, especially one that was a child that was multiracial and bicultural, like my daughter. And so I set out to write the story for her and for other menstruators like her.
1: Although Aida has indigenous heritage, moon ceremonies weren't something that she knew about when she was growing up.
0: The first time I got my period, I, I cried. I was so scared. I knew but I really didn't know what was happening and I remember going to my elder sister and whispering in in her ear and she came um, and took me to the bathroom and she told me okay this is what you have to do you have to put on this pad this way with the sticky side down. When Aida first learned about the Mashika moon ceremony practiced by her own ancestors she did some serious digging. I started talking to other elders in our, in our community and, and other women who were trying to kind of reclaim that w- which was lost during colonization. And I became aware that, that moon ceremonies were actually happening within my community, the Mexican indigenous reclamation of, of our culture. And I thought, um, you know, if I ever had a daughter, I would do that for her. And when Aida's daughter got her period, That's exactly what they did. We blessed our ancestors. We asked for permission to the Ohlone people, the native people of Oakland. We thanked Mother Earth, the universe, and Grandmother Moon. And then we held hands and we gave thanks to all of the things that gave us strength, things that we were grateful for.
1: By the way, there are many types of special rituals that make up a moon ceremony, depending on the ancestral traditions of the menstruator. At Aida's daughter's moon ceremony, the group ate cacao beans, which is the plant that chocolate comes from. They bathed Aida's daughter with flower water. Guests pinned a flower onto her hair, put on her clothes. And then it was time to pass down wisdom.
0: We went around and we each gave her different bits of advice. Some people sang, some people wrote her things, some people were funny, and it was all done with so much love and so much sweetness. There's a lot of times that people were crying. There is one ritual in my daughter's moon ceremony that was, I think, the most powerful thing. And I think it's the most powerful ritual in, in the book as well. And that is when you take menstrual blood and you feed it to the earth and so my daughter did that i collected her stained underwear from the hamper and i cut the actual bloodied pieces of it and i asked her to wash it in a basin of of blessed flower water and then she dug a hole with her hand inside the earth and she poured that water with prayer into the earth
1: aida told mia that this blood giving ritual is really intended to help the menstruator renew their connection
0: to the earth. You know, from an outsider's perspective, from somebody who doesn't want to touch their menstrual blood, from, you know, the negative narrative that we have against menstruation, this is something of disgust or, or you know, unheard of. But when you have a relationship to your body, your blood is as essential as your skin as your breath as your tears
1: the moon ceremony for Aida's daughter was really significant for the both of them but it wasn't so easy for Sally in the moon within that's because Sally and her mom Mima have different ideas about what's important
0: Mima's really trying to reclaim um, ancestral traditions and Sally is not along for the ride at all she respects her mother but She feels like her mother doesn't see her and doesn't understand how embarrassing it would be if she were to have a ceremony and have to divulge her personal information in front of everybody. And Mima thinks it's just the most beautiful thing. She doesn't shy away from being proud about being a Chicana feminist who is reclaiming her indigenous cultures. But Celly is very, very shy as she bites her nails she thinks that um, it's nobody's business what happens to her body
1: one of our favorite parts of the book is after the moon ceremony when sully reflects on how she feels
0: midnight light it is nearly midnight when i come in from the garden and settle into bed i try not to wake juju my skin still tingles The stories and advice every woman shared with me about their moons, about being a woman, stir in my mind. Secrets that could only have been given to me now, after my own moon. They fill my locket, and I feel it overflow. I open my jar of moonbeam water. Take a sip, and I notice Luna's rays have followed me in. In the middle of the room, we flutter together, my arms outstretched, longer now. And winged, I look into the beautiful dark and sway with Luna's moonbeams as we dance into the night.
1: Aida's daughter was 11 when she first started her period, the same age as Sally. Now she's 14. Aida says the moon within is a gift to her, and in many ways for the rest of us.
0: The craziest thing is that every single human on this planet came from a menstruator. You know, it couldn't have happened without that process.
1: Aida is now editing an anthology titled Calling the Moon. It's a collection of stories about menstruation, all by writers of color. Visit AidaSalazar.com for more. The last song you heard is Domingo Yalcano, composed by Aida's husband, John Santos, arranged by Saul Sierra and performed by the John Santos Sextet. Feeling My Flow is a resource to help you start important conversations at critical moments, when you're looking for the next great read, we're here to inform, entertain, and empower. Visit us at FeelingMyFlow, that's F-L-O.com. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to join the conversation. If you've got reading recommendations for us, please reach out at hello at feelingmyflow.com. This episode was produced by Mia Warren. She's our executive producer. Our sound engineer is Carolina Rodriguez. Our associate producer is Harsha Nahara. Our assistant producer is Emma Forbes. For production of Antigua Williams & Co. I'm Camila Kashani.